0: Going on, everybody. Welcome into another edition of Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host, Brennan tassif joined as always by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Joe Dorville. What's up, man? What is going on, Brennan? How you feeling on a Tuesday morning? Feeling great, man. Huge weekend in sports.
1: We got to get to. How you doing? We're approaching the sports equinox, Brennan.
0: We're yeah, we are actually. Yeah. It's about to be uh playoffs and then college football playoffs and then nba season heating up and nhl we're about to be at the apex of sports and
1: once every four years and only because it's in a very hot town we got the world cup coming around
0: world cup get your boobos ready everybody no never again please do not Bad a very hot clappers. town. That is definitely an interesting way to describe Qatar. A very hot town. I mean,
1: it's because it's, if it was in the summer like it's normally, it would have been like a billion degrees, so they put it in, in the winter. Oh, so, I
0: didn't even realize they did yeah, that. Little They put it, it in
1: November,
0: so it could be only like 90 degrees. God, it's <laughs> going to be fun. We we have a lot of soccer to get to, especially with the big Man City game that we just had over the weekend. Uh, but... Before we get there, I want to let everybody know how we do things around here on Cheers from the Press Box. We will go over some of the biggest topics in the biggest sports, uh, mainly during the NFL season. It's going to be a lot of NFL. Uh, we're also going to touch on the MLB finishing up their season and then the NCAA football. Then we'll get into the quick hits where Joe and I will be quick, quick, talk about some things in uh, some of the other sports going on. Uh, we we're skipping the walk off this week due to time constraints. As usual, we normally go pretty long when we have the NFL to talk about. And then we will peddle our wares in the press conference. But we'll start this week the same way we do every week. Joe. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfectly
1: to kick off.
0: Here we go. Here we go, baby. Talking NFL. You, Joe, you know what time it is. It's time for the game of the week. Game of the week. I've been
1: drinking tea this morning. I've been ready for that.
0: I've been lacking. the last. I was going to say, I didn't think you uh, were a big coffee guy. You got your Philly cup out <clears throat> and ready to go. Turns tea, out it's I told tea. You.
1: Tea mug. I told you.
0: Life tea mug. You did tell me that. So game of the week, Miami Dolphins, the revamped new look, crazy offense, Miami Dolphins to us back out the at the dwindling Chicago Bears. who traded away their entire defense. Yeah. Went out and got uh, Claypool, though. Chase Claypool from the Steelers, yeah. which was a big get. Nobody thought it was going to matter. But then, oh, but wait, Chicago was in this game. Chicago was in this game. Uh, Claypool now, wasn't the biggest factor,
1: so. Targeted no, but many a times. But.
0: Yeah. It wasn't only his first week. And a lot of people going into this, Chicago still lost the game. But yes. so much to talk about. Dolphins have this you know, crazy offense with Tyreek Hill and Waddle and Tua. Apparently Tua, I didn't realize this, is 6-0 and in games that he has started. Yeah, The only games that Miami has lost have been the games where Tua either got injured or was out with mm-hmm. his injury. The Bears, though. This is what I really want to focus on. The Bears. Dub Bears. Do Dub Bears have a quarterback? Uh I think they have a quarterback. So um, Justin Fields started and I've been down on him because I'm down on every quarterback that comes out of Ohio State. You were more lenient with the idea that he could be a a, a capable quarterback. Yeah. And he's definitely been a lot of fun this season with his ability to scramble outside of the pocket I think and stuff. more
1: than anything, he's been fun to watch.
0: Yeah, but this game was a little bit different because instead of, it wasn't so, I mean, there was still him scrambling, but there were a lot more designed runs mm-hmm. to the to the tune of 15 carries. Carries, mind you, for 178 yards for Justin Fields. He ran in for yards? a touchdown. 178. Wow. Most yeah. in a regular season by a quarterback. Yep. More than Michael Vick, more than just Michael Vick, who's the go-to yeah, guy when a, you a, think a, about running quarterbacks, and so, more than Lamar Jackson, yeah, more than Josh Allen. Uh, God, that's weird. Try to think of a running quarterback before Steve Young, before Steve the Young. like Fran Tarkenton. 19, yeah, the two thousands. Fran Tarkenton, yeah. So it was the most by anybody Randall ever Cunningham. in the regular season. Was Randall Doug Williams? I was like, Doug Williams wasn't a runner. Randall Cunningham was not a runner. No. Yeah. I met Doug in person. Well, I didn't meet him. He came to the restaurant uh when the red uh excuse me, the commanders were doing something in Jacksonville. He is a very big man. Tower of a human being. Yeah, you don't realize it. And then he was sitting at the bar, it had like old school headphones on, yeah. not in, but on because they were like. Yeah, like the big ones with the cord and stuff. And he was just in there like listening to something on his phone, watching the game on the TV. probably I listening was like, to a ham radio of the game call. <laughs> he might, yeah, you might have been, but he's a giant man. But Justin Fields was able to get outside the pocket. And not only that, but like we said, they were designed runs. They ended up keeping pace with one of the best, highest-scoring teams in the NFL in Miami, 32-35. So that was the final. But... What did you take away from this? Is Justin Fields going to be the future? Is that why they traded for Claypool? Because they think this offense is going to be all right? So Yeah, the trade deadline
1: since we last recorded, um, the trade deadline happened since we last recorded where they traded Roquan Smith and then traded in for Claypool, which was a head-scratcher of a move because you're like, okay, the first move was trading Roquan. It's like, all right, yeah, they're just – Emptying the cupboard. And then they, when they got rid of Robert s- Quinn before that. That exactly. was like a
0: week before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then you spend the draft capital to bring in Claypool. And it's like, okay. Um, I don't know. It, 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 their whole setup right now is very confusing because the thing they need most importantly is offensive line to give Justin field time in the, in the pocket. Um, but when he gets outside, he's electric. Like, he seems untouchable. Like he had a 60 yard run where I don't know if he was touched. Uh, I forgot to good job by you. Um, so it was just, I think he, he's obviously a talent. Now the thing is, are the bears going to surround him with the pieces to maximize that talent? Um, and that is what is to be, and that's that's more important. That's the question that we're going to have for this front, this new front office, and this new head coach. Um, because it, it's funny, similar to last year when the, the Sirianni came in for the Eagles, it took them a while to figure out, you know, what they have with their quarterback and with their system, and what their system should be. Took him uh, and, almost the
0: whole season. What, what was it,
1: week 10 when he finally started running it took the ball? Him, it took him like half the year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which honestly is probably like a week 10 because there's so many more games now. Um, but yeah, it took him about half the year. And I mean, we're around that same. I, I'd say they kind of figured it out two weeks ago with the New England game. Um, but yeah, they seem to now understand their personnel. By the way, that is a fault of the coach. Like, when you got hired, you should have been doing your due diligence and working with your staff and watching the previous year's film. Like, it's not like Castlefield yeah. is a rookie quarterback. You had a year, I mean, I don't think he played every game, obviously, but you had some prior film on him and you could have started designing the offense instead of trying to fit him into your offense and then be
0: like, oh, well, this isn't working. What should we do now? Well, uh, we've talked about this before. Harbaugh was the only one in Baltimore when he took when they took Lamar, where he immediately was like, we're going to change this. So we've seen this with Philadelphia where the coach is like, no, we'll do my system and we'll try and figure it out. We've seen it with uh, now Chicago. We saw it with the Chargers where the offensive coordinator from the Saints came over. Yeah. He's got Herbert who has a monster arm, but he wants to like dink and dunk. And Still do. All do these, it. Like, short. That, that one has a Yeah, and we're yet. like, yeah and we're like what are you doing like this guy can throw it like a million miles so we've seen these coaches come in and be like no we're gonna do my system and then after they lose and then all of a sudden they're on the hot seat and i mean then we it's saw like, it oh, with matt Nagy. <laughs> yeah and, and it's so interesting how they're like all right never mind we're gonna do it a different way so i i do think i i just get worried and i know you and i kind of disagree on this point but and you do make a lot of sense because it is the nfl anyone could get hurt at any given time But I think just the history with if you're going to rely so much on your quarterback to run that that opens the door for so many more injuries. But like you've said in the past, you can get hurt in the pocket more than you can get hurt running around because at least you can protect yourself. I just I get worried because Justin Fields isn't small. He's a big boy, but those defensive linemen are much bigger.
1: And if is you can brace for impact, yeah, whereas absolutely. if you're standing statuesque, you, you're not aware of who's around you at all times. Well, we
0: saw, and we'll talk about it in the next game, but there <laughs> yeah. was a quarterback that got hurt in the pocket. Even though exactly. he's a running quarterback, he got hurt in the pocket. Yep. Um, um We just ummed at the same time. Yeah, we did. Synergy, was- Synergy baby. Do you think with the – because McDaniel is now taking some heat with some of his coaching decisions – Going for it on fourth and two, going on it for it on fourth and four. Uh mm-hmm. It seems like he's only going by like what the analytic model is saying versus, hey, you know, this is the team we're playing. This is kinda- can we
1: stop? Can we? Can we stop that? I, I don't think what? they're only
0: going off analytics.
1: Analytics has gotten such a bad rap, and it's it because. Has. Certain people don't understand. what It's just numbers. It's just information. It's just No, data. I understand. I don't I, think, but but to what you're saying, how you phrased it, I don't think he's purely, we don't know if he's solely going off analytics. We're assuming, we're making that assumption. We're putting that on him. He could be looking and saying, this team got rid of their best tackler and yes. one of the best DNs. I think we can get four yards. Well, I think he looks like a nerd, so I'm going to go with, he's only going <laughs> off the analytics. Yeah. Uh, don't talk no, about but, black men that way, Brennan. <laughs> Don't judge him by what
0: you see on. For those of you listening, his, Joe his made it a point to put into the notes. <laughs> Will McDaniel, parentheses, black coach, cost the Dolphins a win down the line.
1: <laughs> just saying. Just, just wanted you to know. You, you didn't I mean, there's a prior. surefire test. Just, just saying. Just saying. But yeah. um, Yeah. Do you think this will eventually cost that? Because he did it here, failed a couple times with two attempts here, tried it in the the Steeler game as well, came up short then as well. Uh, The one time it worked was against, I believe it was New England.
0: Um, So, yeah, it's definitely it's just I mean, if you want to talk about numbers, we can talk about numbers. Statistically speaking, you're not going to this isn't I mean, he already failed twice, and those were against two teams that weren't very good, so they still pulled out the win. Eventually, he's going to try this against a team where you make this kind of mistake, and it's over. Like, the game's over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, so so I think he, and I agree with you, I think this will cost them unless unless you're going to hit them, unless you design the plays properly. Like, one of the plays they ran was a bootleg to the right, and a pass to uh Gusecki got to remember two is left-handed. So that's the more complicated yep. throw. If you're running to your right, um, instead of running to his favorite hand. So if and you're going to design it, you got to design it more properly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't disagree with going for it because I've, I think I brought this up before on the show, but ever since I was a little kid playing my older brother in Madden, he would always go for it on fourth down. He would always go for two. And this is, 20 years ago and i'd be like why are you doing it? like i'd get so frustrated and he goes because statistically this is before analytics he would say statistically speaking you're going to score more points if you always go for it and so my brother was ahead of his time so i completely agree with this notion of going for it but it is frustrating i see it as a Jags fan with uh dougie fresh because doug goes doug's aggressive doug will go for it exactly. and when you don't get it you're like what the fuck man i say, you know points. what it feels like to lose because of it yeah absolutely because some of those Every game we've lost has been by one score. And then to to lose like that, you're like, what the hell? So I think this will cost them. What I wanted to touch on before we move on, though, is do you think Miami has an opportunity to win the AFC East um, and be the number two? Very
1: interesting. Very interesting. I'd have to look at the rest of their schedule. But I think, that, I mean, there's there's a big possibility. There's a huge possibility.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a big possibility because of what else happened this weekend. We're talking about the Buffalo Bills of the New York Jets, ladies and gentlemen. Love some of these alternate uniforms. I don't know if the Jets wore theirs, but the Commanders wore their all black. I know the Jets. Was you like weekend, those last week? The all blacks. Yeah. Those are an
1: abomination. Love it. On I love it. The I love eye, it. on 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 visual on the visual medium them. on just all television. And, look, I look. Did I did I do that rant here? Yeah, I did did. that rant. I I did did. that rant here. Look. I like it. The infatuation with black uniforms has run amok.
0: Can I can I be honest with you? In high school, our home, because our colors were black and you're black and orange. I was gonna say that's your colors. So we our home uniform was always all black. So we didn't get super hyped until we brought in alternate unis, which were the the orange, orange orange and black. And we were like, this is sick. So I think it's just the you know, when they do something different, people are like, what? Except the Chargers. Don't ever do that dark blue again. That was disgusting. <laughs> I like, look, I'm a fan of an
1: alternate uni. I have no issue with the alternate uniform. All right. Look. I, I played Madden just like the rest of us like back in the day prior to uh, like the new iteration where back in, you can like change. I think you could do it now, like change your team and create uniforms. Like I'd spend hours making my uniform and things like that, and trying to customize things. But there has it has to tie into your tradition. That's true. Like when San Francisco premiered their black uniforms I'm like you have some of the greatest uniform sets ever imaginable why would you do this just for marketing dollars
0: so yeah there there's a lot of truth to that san francisco um the jets obviously don't have any black the jets in why the would commanders don't have any black in theirs
1: like what the, like this is not in your history and your lineage whatsoever like i hate the jets new uniform set like i still think it why would cheap. you leave like the Jets, so again back to the white helmets. White helmets. Only so few teams could pull them off, and when you get it done right, you keep it because it's so iconic. The Jets had great white helmets, and now they have this green ugly helmet. And I'm like, what? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? And then and then the Commandos. I hate the numbering on their all their oh, uniforms. Oh yeah, I forgot the Jets white helmet. Yeah, that that looks way. I better. hate. Oh, their old uniform set is way better than this new uniform set. It's so dumb, but I hate everything about the Commandos' uniform package. Just across the board, the number font, the the gradients, the the quote unquote ode to the military. Like, military doesn't want you to represent them, Taylor. I'm sorry.
0: Anyways, um. So Buffalo and the Jets, sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this game was, uh, so a lot of people were talking about Buffalo might go undefeated the rest of the season, that they had no real test in front of them. I believe I had this, bro. You <laughs> did. um, And I didn't disagree with you. I didn't not didn't have disagree. it, but I also didn't have
1: we it. We kind of agreed that because we said when they beat Kansas City and it was like, is it going to run through there? And I was like, hey, let's not forget last year they beat Kansas City at home and then they lost a game to the Jags. The Jacks. So, I know. Oh, okay. We did bring that yeah, up. Yeah, we brought that up. We're like, it, yeah. they lost a game to the Jags. Like they can lose an inexplicable game. Like they're they not will above lose an that.
0: Game most and I,
1: uh, I, I had been uh I had been cautioning people like, hey, they're not blowing all these teams away. A no, lot of these games are very make. close. So if a team plays them close and just takes care of the
0: ball, they could potentially win it. Josh Allen had two picks. One of them was an inexcusable pick in the red zone. Uh, I, again, I talked about this with Trevor. I've talked about this with other quarterbacks like Herbert, uh, Lamar. If you're going to throw a pick, I actually don't disagree with that because it means you're trying. It means you're trying to force the ball somewhere. You believe in your ability as a quarterback. And sometimes balls get tipped. But after that first pick, So they marched down the field. Buffalo marches down the field. I was like, oh, Sauce Gardner, the number one, uh, the first round pick for the Jets is overmatched with Stephon Diggs. Like, this is going to be a blowout. And then Sauce ended up getting a pick later on in the game. Josh Allen threw that first one. And I was like, oh, this game might be close. And then, as we were alluding to earlier, Josh Allen in the fourth quarter takes a sack. Not even a sack. It was just like a weird bump into. uh, The defender came and, like, I think it was a fumble. Yeah, it was. Uh, he was going to throw it, and the defender like swatted at the ball, yeah. and it like tweaked his arm a little, uh, and then he now he might have a messed up UCL joint and yeah. his elbow. He's gonna need Tommy John. Which, so I wanted to ask you about this. So this is weird. Such I was watching Sports Center this morning, and they were talking about like you know the results. You know he's going for a second opinion. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna be honest with you, Josh Allen in the Bills this season. I did not like normally when a quarterback gets injured, you're like, yeah, you know, they run around a lot or they have a shitty offensive line. Mm-hmm. I did not expect out of all the quarterbacks in all the teams for Josh Allen to be like, oh, he well, might be out.
1: Well, that's what I've been trying to say to you. You've been on this crusade and not just you. I mean, the the media the collective, the collective thought process at large like oh running quarterbacks get hurt way more often in the last couple of years Brennan let's think about this Ben Roethlisberger got hurt in the pocket Drew Brees hurt in the pocket this year Dak Prescott hurt in the pocket like
0: that it, angle injury from a scramble, to,
1: though. <laughs> the, the angle injury was from a scramble but I said this year that's why I said this yeah, year I know. hurt I his know. thumb in the pocket uh um uh, Ben Roethlisberger hit his hand on somebody's helmet. Drew Brees elbow on somebody's helmet or something or other. Like, So what you're
0: saying is we need to get rid of the helmets. <laughs> I hear you on that. Oh,
1: yeah. We need to go rugby style, honestly. Um, it There would be a lot less concussions. I was about to say, yeah, helmets. people are less likely to go run
0: into somebody with their head down and stuff Because like when that. I played rugby a little bit, like, you keep your head up, you tackle with your shoulders, you wrap up. <clears> you want to see you what you're hitting. <laughs> yeah, you don't go flying in head first. But... um yeah, so my my point to that is
1: there's equal opportunity injuries everywhere. Like yeah, you're not more injured you're yeah. not more likely by running, you're not more likely from being in the pocket. You're more likely because you're playing football. Yeah. Football I, is a dangerous game.
0: I think a lot of it is uh we use uh, you know, hindsight's 2020. So like if a running quarterback gets hurt, everyone goes, see, we said, we said because yeah. he runs. But then when a pocket passer gets hurt, it's very much like, oh, his offensive line. And Josh Allen's not a pocket passer. But when someone gets hurt in the pocket, it's more like, oh, his offensive line let him down or blah, blah, blah. So we're just playing the results.
1: Yeah, we're we're strictly we're playing the results and we're playing uh, we're playing the optics and we're playing um, our inherent bias. Yeah, like because Tua, both times he got hit, he was in the pocket making a pass and he got slung down. He wasn't out here running around like that's why when people were collecting their pros like, oh, my gosh, he's running. And he put his head down to like run into the the defender when he that's came back. Got him and again. it's like, that's not what got him hurt. <laughs> like he's actually more like his body is more prepared because he's seeing what's happening versus when he's getting blindsided and ragdolled. And that's when his body is
0: like not ready to yeah, tense up or anything like that. Um do you think, injury aside, do you think Josh Allen is, would be considered a turnover-prone quarterback? Uh, we're seeing a lot of old habits come yep. to light. Uh, Accuracy was his big issue coming out of Wyoming. Yes. Uh, and then his first year, he threw a lot of picks.
1: First couple a- years, it was his carelessness with the ball. Uh,
0: that was the thing, was everyone was talking about how he thinks he can make every throw and he doesn't value the possession the way he's sh- a quarterback should.
1: Exactly. So uh, I think I think last year he was like one of the top quarterbacks amongst turnover worthy passes. Like there's a stat for that. Like when you throw the ball like, hey, assumed interception. Assumed interception is another word, but I can't think no, of it. No, right what now. do they
0: call it? Um, uh, or interceptable or passes, interceptable passes. It. Yeah.
1: So he was one of like the top people in interceptable passes, but you know, he was putting the ball in very tight windows. It got to his receivers; they made catches, or sometimes people just dropped the interceptions because yeah. they play DB for a reason and not receiver. Um, what do you call a wide receiver that can't catch it? Defensive back. Exactly, All Pro defensive back. Um. Uh, because usually they can catch a couple. But um so now now some people are catching them. Sauce Gardner catches it. Like when he played uh when he played against Miami early this year, they dropped a couple picks, honestly. Like Xavier Howard and uh Javon Holland dropped a couple picks. So now people are catching them. He had two fumbles, didn't not for losses, but he's getting a little more reckless, a little more comfortable. And we're seeing him revert to bad habits because he is such a supreme gifted player
0: that he can get a little loose with the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you think the Jets, because I've been saying this for a lot of the year, just with the draft that they had and some of the pieces they've gotten. Do you think the Jets are for real? Because I, I I believe in the Jets. I had them going to the playoffs.
1: You had them going to the playoffs? Yes, I did. Wow. You're, I was going to say... I I forgot that nugget because I was going to say, I think we had that, but we didn't have that because we both raved about their last two drafts. Yeah. But our biggest concern, at least my biggest concern, because you had them in the postseason apparently, was is their quarterback good enough? Not saying he has to be great or anything, but is he good enough to not make the dumb mistakes, not make the boneheaded plays? And he needs to be more consistent. I'll say that because last week he looked like he should have been cut right then and there. Cause he had three interceptions. Two of them were just inane throwaway passes that he decided to throw away in the middle of the field, like balls that should have been sailing into like the fourth row. He threw into the, like into Devin McCourty's hands. It, yeah. it was so confusing. Um, but this week, no interceptions, had one fumble, um, but kept it clean for most of the way. The def- that defense is top tier. That running uh the running backs, I mean they had Brees Hall, but they had Michael Carter, who was a second round pick last year, and then they traded for James Robinson. Like they have a good running game. Uh it's pretty much, hey, Zach, don't throw this away. Don't give the other team the ball, and we will have every opportunity to win this game. And I think they are for real. And now we can answer this question because I think all three of these teams are legitimately good to great. I think the Dolphins say Josh Allen. I don't know if he's going to miss a game or not, but I think the Dolphins. I think all three of these teams have a. eh, I think the dolphins and the bills have a very good shot to win the division. If the jets make it in, it's definitely going to be by via wild card. but I think the dolphins and Buffalo it's either or at this point. And I just want a victory lap because I don't think you had the faith in the dolphins that I did. And I not didn't at sure all. I've got the dolphins, uh, former producer the Greg did not have the faith in the dolphins that I did. Uh, he had them going 500, which nowadays is eight, and nine or nine and eight. Um, Whereas I thought, <clears throat> correctly, Mike McDaniels in that San Francisco running scheme and passing scheme um, and just the way they leverage the line. Yeah, you had with, him at 10. Yeah, I was say just the way they leverage the line and motions and everything like that. I just figured, hey, they got the right guys for the system. And now they brought in Jeff Wilson. We didn't even talk about him bringing in Jeff Wilson Jr., who helped. Oh, we can talk about that him. A I lot picked him better. up in fantasy, completely
0: not even on waivers, because he was doing nothing you. for the 49ers, so exactly. everyone dropped him. And then as soon as he got traded, I grabbed him. Uh, Good job out so, of you, buddy. Yeah, I I'm, and I took Nick Chubb in the second round. God, I'm a fantasy wow, genius. how did that happen? Um, I did yeah, want to touch so. on this. Um, So I was going back and forth between the Jets and the Patriots. I ended up putting the Patriots at 13, and I put the Jets in the 20s uh, 20 uh, so i didn't so have them in the did position didn't have them cuz you also remember,
1: were coming in with a lot of mac jones had such yeah. a great year and uh, i don't like mac ever jones go back and whack. look at
0: your power rankings at the beginning of the season don't ever do that oh uh, you I know what you know what Ben's, we're what? Rams, we're about
1: halfway through let's Bucks. do that let's do, let's
0: i've got let's, yours on here as well uh, how do you
1: have mine
0: because i when you said where, where you put the team i put the number on there
1: Oh, okay. so you were just keeping track of my.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. so I had Bears 32. You had them 24th. We were I was dead wrong about that. You have 22nd. I have you here on 24th. You sure you're not looking at last year for me? No, 2022. You have the Browns 22nd.
1: I have. I don't even see the. Bru- no, I have the Browns at 10. Am I looking at last year?
0: You're looking at last year. You have the Dolphins at 10. Yep, I'm looking at last year. <laughs> I accuse uh, you. That I... The Falcons, we both had at 31. Uh, may, probably going to be wrong about that because they were atop the AFC South there for a second. Seahawks, I had at 30. You had at 26. The Texans, I had at 29. You had at 32. I believe I had that. Uh, the Giants, we both season? had at 28. The Giants, we both had at 28. We were wrong about that. Right. I had the Jags at twenty seven. You had them at twenty nine, and they're probably going to be right around there. I had the Lions at twenty six. You had them at thirty. Let's let's just skip ahead. I want to talk about some of the big ones. So, we both had the Titans pretty low. I had them at nineteen. You had them at fifteen. We both had the Saints in the middle tier. Like you had them at fourteen. I had them at sixteen.
1: Wow, that's we missed on that. You had
0: the Rams at three. I had them at two. I think I did it on my phone this year. That's what you had. we both had the Bucks. I had the Bucks four. You had them five. I had the Eagles five. Uh, you had them six. So I believe I had that one. Wow. Well, whoa, well, well,
1: Hold on. Let's not forget. I completely forgot to rank the Eagles, which know, was the true. most bizarre thing in the world.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. For remember that you did forget your team. The Chargers. I had it seven. You had it eleven. And you were so right about that. You don't get overhyped. You had the Chiefs at two. You were right about that. I had uh, the you Chargers at what? You had the Chargers at 11. Okay. The Patriots at uh, 21. You called that. Uh, I, I had the Colts at 12. You had them at eight. We were both wrong about that. Jesus. We both, thought, we both thought the Titans were going to fall off. I had them at 19. You had them at 15. Yeah, no, that seems about right. Vikings, we were wrong about that. I had 15. You had 16. Yeah, I had my 16. I found it finally. Packers, I had them at nine. You had them at seven. That Okay, so I was
1: thinking, I was literally <laughs> thinking about that yesterday as i was walking to the grocery store i was saying to myself if you go back and listen what what number did you have them at because i had them at seven i had them at nine okay if you go back and listen to the ranking neither of us had any conviction any in that." at all any conviction i was like man me and brandon really I'm said sure we
0: both said but this division is terrible The Packers that's win it exactly everywhere. we were like but they get to play the lions i don't trust kirk Bears. cousins i've seen enough with kirk cousins where i don't trust him i didn't trust justin fields at the time i still don't fully trust him and then it was the lions exact so
1: we we were like they're gonna win this division by default like there's no way um but yeah, I stand on I stand on just about everything except Arizona. I have Arizona twelfth. <laughs> Did you?
0: Yeah, I should have I had, had Dallas higher. See, my and my, I still bias. think Dallas is right where they should be. Honestly, yeah, I had the Cardinals at twenty two. That's exactly where they the Colts be. is really the the Colts. The Colts Jesus. is the big outlier. We thought Matt Ryan that offense they're gonna be all right i should have stood by my i've been clowning my ryan for so long, and you've been such a huge derrick henry supporter you should have stuck with it well
1: i'm also not a Tannehill supporter and they have no receivers to speak of
0: who'd they trade away now we are talking about the los angeles rams in tampa bay uh, we kind of went off on a tangent there, talking about power ranking. So I can make this pretty short. I'm gonna circle back on that too because
1: I just found mine. Too.
0: Is Brady back?
1: Um, it's exactly what I said. It's what I've been continuously
0: saying. Um, just uh, real quick for those of you listening, this game was very low scoring. Uh, Brady led a uh, final drive, drive, game winning. Thirty five seconds left. Went down six plays, sixty yards. Um, and then scored a touchdown to win the game. Jesus Christ.
1: You know how many times he threw the ball in this
0: game? 13-16 was the final. Uh he had uh, threw he had 58 pass attempts. He threw the ball 36 times.
1: No, he he it was completed 36, 36 times. times. He threw, he the, threw, ball threw 15, the ball excuse me. 58 times, which comes out to a total of 4.8 yards per attempt. Matt Stafford only had 13 completions that team goddamn they they don't just suck their like whole shit is broken yeah i don't
0: know what's going on like like their whole shit is broken <laughs> and it's over they don't have picks they don't have cap space it's done they won their super bowl and now it's over and when i say their shit is broken like i'm not saying like
1: the team is broken like the players itself which I think some of them are like the coaching staff has forgotten how to coach like the offense. I literally sent like four messages in a row to my group chat as that game was going down. And I was like, the Rams just forgot, like Sean McVay just forgot how to coach offense, like how to call play. Like some of the worst play calls I've ever seen when you have the ball with a minute XYZ left in a game. Like Cooper what Cup are you doing? You with, need a first down. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah, it was weird. You're running end arounds with Cooper Cup now.
0: Now, I think. Do you think it has something to do with when he came in as a head coach? He was a wonderkin. He was only like 30, 30 years old, or what was he? Twenty something like
1: thirty two or something.
0: Yeah, know. and I think maybe it's only been a few seasons. You know, he's not even forty yet. I think maybe the book is out on Sean McVay. Well, the 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 biggest myth about.
1: Uh you know, the the genius offensive coordinator, play caller person is like, it's gonna catch up eventually. Yeah. Like, Chip Kelly was phenomenal in his first year, okay, and in the then, second year. Third year, everybody understood. Yep. Yeah, like, <laughs> you can run a thousand plays if you don't go too. nowhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, and then on the defense, I love Raheem Moore, but yo. How are your guys letting them catch the ball? How are you the not covering zone, the boundaries?
0: The soft zone on the boundary was in my <laughs> mind. 30, there's like less than a minute left. You're going to play 10 to 12 yards off. Your corners are going to play 10 to 12 yards. You, I mean, and they, been saying,
1: ten, and they have been playing 10 to 12 yards off the entire game. Like, but that's no, a, yeah, that's what I'm
0: saying. Don't go crimson. Press like, coverage cover is like zero, a myth but, nowadays. Yeah, like you don't have to go press coverage, but you don't need to play 12 yards off. I'm see this is but Tony my thing Martindale is gets a lot of shit. But that's with, I I do like that about him. We'll play cover zero. We're gonna blitz. Fucking stop it.
1: My thing is like with the receiving core that the Bucks have. There's only one person to be scared to play press coverage on, and you can shadow over him. And everyone else, I don't give a fuck. Just shadow Mike Evans. The size everyone else, I don't care. I don't trust Kitch Godwin coming off his injury. He doesn't look right, and also you've seen three quarters of this three and three quarters and 14 minutes of this yep. have any has anything in their offense let you know that they're gonna streak
0: downfield on you like no. everything is short they don't have the people to do that Scotty Miller's probably their only like quote unquote deep threat, they don't have and he's they don't even- have
1: the, the people to do it. I don't think it's the receiving core. They don't have the offensive line to give Brady the time, yep. and Brady doesn't trust them because Brady's throwing the ball faster than he's ever thrown. He's throwing it in 2.5 seconds or less. He is not giving you any chance to sack him. If you come and you disrupt that, he's throwing it at the ground. Somehow it's never intentional grounding because
0: yeah. a running back is near the area. Well, and he um he didn't look right. He in bails game on every play. La- yeah, until that last <laughs> drive. Brady is. Bails on every play if he has the opportunity to. He doesn't you see him give a fuck. With that big hug to Byron which after the game. Oh hell the yeah! Press conference when he came skipping up onto the stage. No, I didn't see that part. I don't. I don't no, watch the games that closely. They're back. They're back, baby.
1: They're not back. This game was disgusting. It was ugly. I hate both of these teams. Um, I think both of these teams are very and and to the to what I was going to say. So. I don't think uh, the question you initially asked me is Brady back. Um, as I've been saying, I don't think the problem here is Brady. I think Brady, to some degree, is fine and is still Tom Brady. The problem is their lack of talent in the red zone, the lack of a running game, and the poorest nature of the offensive line and the def- I mean the defense I'll say the defense held their own shockingly enough I thought this might have been a bloodbath with Shaq Barrett gone um and Cooper Cup being able to play but Cooper Cup Dominic Foxworth has been saying this for a couple weeks now and I didn't know if I agreed with him or not and I now I think I do agree Cooper Cup as great as he is is not the best receiver in the league he's not a Top tier receiver in the league, he does not strike fear into a defense. He will get his yards, he'll get his catches. That's
0: why he gets so many catches exactly. He'll get his we, yards, we he'll get his this, catches, yeah.
1: but he is not Tyreek Hill, he is not Devontae Adams, he is yeah, not, yeah, this
0: just goes to the nature Mike the of Mike Evans on the other sports. side. He's a white skinny no guy. it's not so because they, it's
1: not because of that no they I'm play you, corners he, disrespect him no that's not the thing so that's something that happens for sure but he was oh, i was
0: like don't tell his me his reasoning
1: his reasoning for saying cooper cup is not a number one like a number one threat like that is because they play cooper cup the way they play tight ends they bracket him they yeah. don't double him they don't roll a man over bring him over the top because they're not because they're not worried he's going to get behind him it's not not that they're not worried cuz they know he has that capability. The Rams don't use him like that. The Rams Tomatoes rarely yeah. use him in that fashion. They use him on they they throw to him a thousand times for 10 to 12 yards. They're looking for medium to, uh short to intermediate things with him. They're doing more bubble screams with him this year. They're not trying to take he's not a take the top off the defense type of guy. Like yeah. Think about all his highlights. It's very rarely that he's taking the top off of a defense. He They've never, never used like him. a long
0: bomb. Or. i would
1: say the one time was in the postseason
0: against the Bucks last year to win that game. Like I wanted to point something out. You said earlier. You said uh, that they don't have a, a red zone threat, and and I I think you're absolutely right. But in a million years, if I were to tell you, hey, there's an all pro wide receiver who's six foot five, two hundred and forty pounds. Crazy, right? Would you be like, oh, they don't have a red zone? Like, Crazy. Mike Evans is that guy. I don't. But he I don't just, know what's happening.
1: He just—you can't trust him. I—I d- I don't know if you can't trust him or Brady and him are just off. They—they're yeah. not working down there. It makes yeah. no sense. Do you? But where you know. do you
0: think the Rams go moving forward? Because they won their title. And I think they're we've talked done. Before. I think they're done. It's but they won the title. How? Yeah, they don't. Because they don't have another pick until twenty twenty nine. I think
1: first round pick. Come on. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, i think they had no picks i know like come on, let's relax but i think um i think both i think this is a case where this show should just be called we're right uh i think this is a case <laughs> where both of us are right uh they and i think i was right more than anything fucking sean should have retired because obviously it yeah. don't look like he fucking wants to coach anymore like he he's fat and happy. He has his ring. He's a genius. He should have just walked out. Aaron Donald. It's still a freaking phenomenal player, but he should have looked around and been like, "Oh, y'all bringing nobody to help me on this line. Like y'all, there's nothing y'all can do to help me like maximize my talent. Like there's only so like every time he's getting to the ball, the quarterback's just throwing it or going to the other side because there's no pressure over there. So. It, but I still agree with the the met, the method and mentality. Fucking cash it all in for that ring because that ring cements you forever. But you're gonna feel the effects of it sooner than later, and it was soon as shit.
0: Yeah, uh, I misspoke. Just so everyone is aware, uh, they do have a first round pick next year from the Lions. Oh, ah, oh, Jared Goff. Yeah, paying dividends. Yeah. So how did a they first get? Round a first, pick. I thought they were giving up picks for that trade. Uh, traded. Oh, maybe they gave their pick. To, traded Matthew Stafford to the Rams. Uh, for Jared. Go- oh no, I'm sorry. They don't have their first. They gave their first round. pick. Yeah. Okay. Friends. I'm like, wait a second. I thought they had so to the like Lions have their first picks. round pick next year. Yeah, and then so they get their first round pick back in uh, 2024. So they're not that far off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but the thing they need more than anything is uh, they got to hit on their second if they have any seconds, but they got to hit on those other people. They got to hit on those uh, that middle class of the NFL like those guys have to be you got to hope those guys, you know, come and become better players like Cam Akers, somebody who they thought was going to be really good. Man, he went to the doghouse, came out of the doghouse, is back in the doghouse, has had injuries like he just hasn't panned out. Um, you And Van Jefferson, a crazy drop yesterday. Uh, Sunday had a crazy drop. Allen Robinson, you go out and you get a quote unquote big time receiver. Brennan once called him a top five receiver in the NFL. I said he was dog shit. And hey, guess what? Either him hey. and Matthew Stafford just don't connect or maybe guys talk shit. Sorry, Alan. I hope I never run into you because I feel like you'll kick my ass for saying that. But it's not that good, man. <laughs> what What happened? I don't know
0: what happened to you, but Alan Robinson, not that good. So you said Alan Robinson and my Zoom just kicked off. Oh,
1: man. I think he tried to tap in,
0: hack into your, your Zoom. There. That was weird. Um. I was looking up uh, draft picks for the Rams moving forward. All right, we gotta keep going. We're already almost an hour in and we haven't done one more round yet. One more round.
1: All right, Brennan. Uh what? You got the first one. What 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 is more what can outdo? The Chargers charging
0: the Chargers kicking a field goal late in the game.
1: No, the Falcons falconing. Uh, yeah. This game boiled down to a play where I was yelling at the screen. I was belligerent, so confused because so many things had happened. Austin Eckler was running the ball. They're in the red zone. The game looks over. Austin Eckler's is running the ball. The ball hits the ground, but it hits the ground like one of those times where like it looks the play, it looks like the play dead and it just hits the ground. And then the defender picks it up and everybody's like, oh, man, you're just wasting time. Why are you picking this up? And then he started running to the other side. And I'm like, they haven't blown a whistle. Maybe this is a fumble. Oh, shit. This would be crazy. He should just keep running. And he's running and he's running. And he's running. And then inexplicably, he just drops the football like no one touched him. No one. Breathed on him. No one, I think somebody called his name, maybe. He just let go of the football. And then the Chargers jumped on the football. Brennan, did you know that that was a fumble by Austin Eckler, recovered by the Falcons, and fumbled by the Falcons, recovered by the Chargers? Get Chargers, get into field goal range, kick a field goal. So much, so, so much. much hinged on that game for me. I'm not even going to get into it. Not even going to get into it. Unbelievable.
0: One more round. All right, I'm talking about Minnesota at Washington. Washington took control of this game into the third, into the fourth, thought uh, Taylor Heineke was going to pull it out, but then Minnesota ended up getting the field goal to win the game late. Uh, I remember that uh, that last drive everyone thought, you know, there's no way. How is, you know, Minnesota that's been on this win streak going to lose to Washington? Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousining. Uh, they were able to drive down the field, though, and kick the field goal. Everyone saw the shirtless photos and videos of Kirk Cousins on the plane. Deep pass to Dalvin Cook in the fourth quarter is what, uh, for a touchdown is what, or not a touchdown, but the deep pass is what uh, set up no, the field no. goal. No,
1: no, for a touchdown. I was that was a touchdown before the field goal. Because they yeah, got a okay. touchdown, and then yeah, that the was appraiser it. threw an interception, and then they got the field goal. To end
0: yeah, it. the appraiser uh, played pretty well but that pick. I mean, you can't throw that pick that late in the game.
1: Uh, yeah, I t- I wanted uh, even though I picked against Washington, I so badly wanted Washington to win that because I'm sick and tired of all this uh, Minnesota yeah, this is stuff. Really
0: skew your Kirk Cousins is it's really skewing
1: the Kirk Cousins five hundred, but it's also like people believe in them, and I'm like can't have that. And people think no, no, it's, you don't believe in them, but people think like they can beat the Eagles, and I'm like. But can't the Eagles that. already beat them.
0: As someone who played against Kirk Cousins in college, we can't have that. I
1: mean, I'm just confused because we already beat them. One more round. Speaking of beating them, the Eagles won on a Thursday, so I'm not even going to talk about that game. What, I, what, what has to be discussed? Aaron Rodgers throws three interceptions against the Detroit Lions. Brendan, you want to know a fun fact about the Detroit Lions?
0: I'd love to hear a fun fact.
1: The Detroit Lions were the worst... Defense in the NFL as far as yards, points, and turnover margin. Uh, They got three interceptions. They held the Green Bay offense to nine points for a 15 to nine victory with several red zone stops. I don't know what's wrong with Green Bay. I do know what's wrong with Green Bay. I don't know what I'm doing there. Um, this is not going to get any better.
0: No, it's going to get way worse.
1: This is not getting any. They have now lost two. I don't. I think this is in succession. The Giants, the Jets, the football team. No, I think the football team was the first. No, they. It was the football team. The Giants, the Jets, the Lions. Because they lost to the Giants in uh, in London. Oh, no. Yeah, I had it right the first time. The Giants, the Jets, the Commandos, and then the Bills. Yep. Oh, the Bills and then the Lions. Sorry. They are on they, a They lost to the Vikings slide. week one. <laughs> they are on a slide. And this is not going to get any better. Aaron Jones potentially being out does not help them whatsoever. They ha- All their receivers, not good. Not, not good. good. Offensive line looks putrid. Aaron Rodgers not, can't hit his mark. He had a great run, but he can't hit his mark. I mean, we're living in a bizarre world right now where he's bad and I think I like Kirk Cousins.
0: Nah. It was I right. chains. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Was like his, it was his willingness to be dorky. I know. Jaguars, uh, Las Vegas comes into Jacksonville, goes up 17, nothing on the Jags. All hope is lost. This is going to be the end. I can't believe it. How the hell could this have happened when we had such a promising start? We barely lost that first game. Then we blew out the chargers and the Colts. And then all of a sudden we've been on this slide. Every game we've lost has been by one possession, but Hey, Jacksonville pulled it out. Travis ETN ran for a touchdown. Kirk cousins, or Kirk cousins, Christian Kirk, Uh, caught uh, a touchdown, kicked a couple field goals. We win this game, 27-20. My Jacksonville Jaguars take the victory, take the dub, and hopefully this will be good things moving forward because, again, all the games we've lost have only been by one score.
1: Just want to say the Vikings. Did you see this picture I posted? What picture? The Vikings. Oh, I never posted it in there. Did I post it in there? I thought I posted it in there. Some I've turned out no
0: uh, turned off yes. notifications on my Discord. It's so in the so sports. I would not have
1: seen it. The giant the, the Raiders have been up twenty to zero on the Arizona Cardinals in the third quarter, seventeen to zero against the Kansas City Chiefs late in the second quarter, seventeen zero late against the Jags in the second quarter. And they've lost all three of those games. Oh, three yeah, score three score leads. And they have lost all three of those games. This game was the game from hell for me because I've picked the Jags and I've gotten wrong. I've picked the Raiders and I've gotten wrong. I cannot figure out these two teams. So when they come together to confuse me, fuck them both.
0: (laughs) Won a lot of money on this game. Thank you, Jacksonville. All right, moving on. It is the end of the World Series. The horrible, despicable, cheating Houston Astros win. Um, They ended up beating the Phillies. That's right, Kyle. Suck it. I believe I had that. Joe, what did you take away from the Astros beating? Wait, it's it's the first time they've won since 2016. I thought that win was a lot. It was really six years ago?
1: It was six years ago, yeah. They've been to the World Series many a time since, but they lost to the Nationals in 19. They lost last year to uh,
0: to the Atlanta. Um, the cheating scandal was in 16, though. Yeah. God, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. I believe so, yeah.
1: Because in 18... Did they win in 18? It might have been since 2018, actually.
0: We'll get research on that. Um, yeah, we'll get what research you-
1: on that. Uh, no, nah, I need to know this now. Shit. Is it 18? It might be 18. 18. 18? Dang it. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm going through the number of... I'm like, wait, it was 18, and then it was the Nats, and then it was the Dodgers, and then it was the Braves,
0: and then they were. Yeah, during the 17-18 season, so...
1: OK, uh, one and 18. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Well, yeah. So. This is all about Dusty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, there's only five guys left from that team. Uh, Altuve and Bregman, by the way. Kind of love Bregman. Uh, no, no, no. You were wrong, Brennan. 18 is the Red Sox.
0: Then it was 17.
1: It was 17.
0: So what I'm looking at here is the Houston Astros cheating scandal. I was so blah, confused because when you said that 17 and 18 seasons. So I see, assumed it was 18 because that's when they got found out.
1: See, when you said that, I was like, wait, baseball doesn't bleed into calendars. Baseball is no, contained right, to one yeah. year. <laughs> um. So, yeah. I think they're still cheating in in
0: that that uh, that 18 season. If I would have just read two lines further during the 2017 regular season and postseason, in which they won the World Series, yeah, jeez, um, little Stugats and all of us. But um, uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, I like I like, Bre- I like Bregman. I like Bregman's moxie. I don't know. I, he's a cheater, obviously, uh, to some degree. To what extent, we don't know. But Bregman hes always carried himself in a way that, in a manner that, in which I, kind of admire. Coming from a baseball player, he's very chesty, for, uh, for and he's playing that hot corner in third base. Um,
0: but Gotta yeah, no, chesty. that's where they put the little buzzer. Uh, nailed it.
1: Justin Verlander won his first game. Uh, after we talked about it last week, uh, his, his first, uh, yeah, World big, Series big. game. Got his first dub. That was good. But uh, this is all about Dusty for me. This is a Dusty household. We got Dusty for Dusty. Um, first time winning the World Series, only the third black manager ever. Um, in a World Series where, for the first time since 1950, there were no American born black players on either team. Um, this was all about Dusty to me. This is, yeah. Love me some Dusty Baker. Happy for him. I just, you know, I fear for the toothpick, I fear for. I'm trying to figure out what the black gloves are. I made a joke on Twitter that I think he's going to start a barbecue, uh barbecue restaurant. <laughs> Dusty's uh barbecue pit. So, who knows?
0: <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. We're already at that hour mark, so we're going to have to go quick through the rest of it. NCAA football, lots of upsets. Joe, it's time for everyone's favorite game. Who's in? Who's out? Who's up? Who's down? Oh,
1: breaded. Who's in? Who's out? Who's up? Who's down? Which one do you want first? Let's go. Who's up? Who's down? Who's up? Who's down? Who's up? No, got to go negatives first. Who's down? Kansas State. Don't know who they lost to, but they've fallen 10 spots. To number twenty-three. Actually, I think I do. They lost to Texas, I believe. Uh, they've fallen ten spots to number twenty-three. You know who's also down? The Fighting Illini. They're down seven spots, down to number twenty-one. Bama's
0: got to be down too, right?
1: Uh, Brennan, we're gonna get there. We're climbing the rankings. Uh, Utah down one spot, but not to be outdone. Clemson falls seven spots after a crushing loss in South Bend. To the Notre Dame Golden Domers. Um, and as Brendan alluded to, it's fighting Irish? It's the Golden Domers. As Brendan alluded to, Alabama falling four spots after a uh, tough, tough match there with LSU and uh, getting done in by JT Daniels? No. Jalen Daniels? Yeah, I think so. Um, former Arizona State quarterback, and we just dropped some knowledge to cover up the name, miskew. And not to be, last but not least, former uh, number one seed, uh, at least by the playoff committee. We know those are a bunch of bozos. Uh, Tennessee falls three spots after losing two Georgia Bulldogs. So wait, they're uh, still in the top four? Top five. They weren't number one in the AP. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. They were tied for two in the AP. Number one, college football. Wait. Stupid idiots. Uh who's up? Who's down? Uh sorry, who's up? Uh Liberty. Uh, whew, actually, first UCF. UCF goes up three spots. Liberty. Uh, if you want to know a fun fact about Liberty, go watch God forbid on Hulu. I alluded to it last week. Liberty. Very weird history. Just want to say that. Um NC State up four spots. Tulane, the Green Wave, they lead the league in Green Wave. Uh, they're up three spots. North Carolina Tar Heels up two that's spots stupid. to 15. Penn State, that's a that's an ode to another show. Penn State, Nittany Lions up two spots to 14. Uh biggest jump, LSU jumping up eight spots to number seven in the rankings. Oregon is coming back after, you know, bad start to the season, mainly when they got blown out by uh Georgia. Uh they're up two spots, number six. TCU coming in at number four, and Michigan coming in at number three. Your one, two, three, fours are Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. Now, for who's in and who's out? Who's out? Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy and them boys. Get the fuck out of here. We don't like you anyways. Wake Forest the Demon Deacons I got I got big beef with my gundy. Uh, uh Wake Forest the Demon Deacons. Sorry, it's not your time. Syracuse you. you that pumpkin has turned orange and you are gone. Oregon State you're not munching on this beaver. Who's up? Uh Florida State Number 25, they shall lack the University of Miami. 45-3, Miami, you need to go look in the mirror and tell yourself someone loves you because we do not. 24, the Washington Huskies, they have climbed their way in. Uh,
0: Claude Huskies, missed it.
1: It would have been pawed their way in if I was actually better at this. Uh, Notre Dame, the fighting Golden Domers, number 20 now uh, at previously unranked. And the Texas Hook'em Longhorns are coming at number 18. Who gets more opportunities than Texas and Notre Dame? The University of Miami does. Nobody does. No, nobody does. Texas and Notre Dame, they're three losses, and they keep jumping in and out week in, week out. But that was who's up, who's down, who's in, who's out. Brennan, you know what time it is. Time for
0: the quick hits. You'll be surprised how quick and
1: quick hits quick
0: hit all right quick frank wright out as indianapolis colts head coach jeff saturday coming in as interim head coach off the spn desk don't straight know. off of get up don't know what's gonna happen jeff saturday's never coached before on a college level or a professional level uh so we'll see very interesting uh inspired
1: higher maybe i don't know um more so just calling a buddy up and seeing what he was doing for the next couple sundays uh just yeah he was know. already
0: consulting for them so
1: yeah um this is uh, similar to when josh mccown started getting like head coaching yeah. offers and interviews and it's like so w- what's the most you've ever coached uh high school great I do appreciate coming this for an interview. interim
0: in the middle of a season um it'd, it like and, um it'd be one thing if it was like postseason, and you know what i mean and then they were yeah going but the guy my with no thing experience. is my thing the is, white guy with no experience i might add
1: i'm not even gonna get into that because actually i don't want a black guy to get a sit and duck job um but how do you feel if you're one of the guys on the staff already like really you didn't think you didn't think I could potentially do this? Yeah. <laughs> like you, you didn't think I could. not happy. No? You didn't? Okay. All right. Cool. They have That's to have you. a former head coach on that it's staff, right. too. It's all right. Uh, actually, they don't. They have oh, really? no one who's ever called a plays on that staff uh, in the pro level. One guy, I want to say it's their past game coordinator or their QB coach, uh, called plays once before in college, but no one on that staff has ever called plays at the pro it. level. Um, exactly. Because he was calling them. Um, Frank Wright, I think he got a raw deal. Uh I think he is a very good coach. I don't know if he is a head coach. He's a very good coordinator, let me say that. Um, but he got a raw deal. He wasn't supposed to get this job originally, if we remember, uh Josh McDaniels, McDaniels. was initially gonna get this job, and then he backed out and they already hired a staff and they kind of had to scramble and find themselves a head coach. Um and then he gets there, Andrew Luck retires the following year he's has jacoby Brissett, brian horrier uh, matt ryan philip rivers carson wentz which was of his own doing but they never committed to what the long-term plan at quarterback was going to be they kind of just tried to duct tape it every year because they thought their team was good enough and if you look at our rankings we thought they were good enough as well uh but yeah they they completely he fit it was a failure on all parties his fault the GM's fault, the ownership's fault, like they all fucked this up. Yeah, it was bad. All right, NBA review, Brennan. You said you had a couple things you wanted to discuss in the NBA. Yeah,
0: Milwaukee Bucks, uh, believe we had that, are on a tear nine and one, got their first loss to the Atlanta Hawks. I also wanted to point out the Cleveland Cavaliers have been blowing people's minds at eight and two, but we had that last year before they even got Donovan Mitchell. We said if this team's healthy, they're actually very good couple things i do want to touch on in the west the lakers <laughs> are the second to worst team in the west at two and eight and then also <clears throat> excuse me also the uh portland trailblazers and the utah jazz two teams i thought were going to be tanking depending on the health of dame are in the top three in the west Crazy utah utah
1: uh Danny Ainge has to be shitting himself right now. He's gotta be pissed. He <laughs> away
0: everything to get uh to be in the running for uh Victor Wembenyama. Wembenyama uh, was said Ola Depot. Wow. Uh I knew it was a weird they name. They thought or interesting name.
1: They were they were they thought they were getting a team that would like just lose by default and they can't stop winning. It's the fun it's my favorite thing now. Just they cannot stop winning. They must have gotten themselves a hell of a coach. Um, But one of my favorite things, actually, uh, because I'm a hater, is Golden State currently not in the playoffs if it were to start today. Uh, Obviously, we're way early in the season. But for all the people who just thought they were going to run it back and thought they were such a great team last year, no, they had a lot of flaws last year, and I kept pointing them out. And if the Celtics would have gotten out of their own way and just – attack them and attack the basket and attack their weaknesses this team is not constructed to continue winning championships they're young guys I don't think are as good as people think they are or they're at least a couple years away and their older guys are older and Jordan Poole as good as he is don't know if he can consistently do that night in, night out, especially in the role they currently have him at, because they won't take Clay out of the lineup. So Jordan Poole is effectively running the second unit, but game may be game may be too far out of reach by then, and he doesn't have enough support in that second unit. It's different when him and Steph are on the court at the same time, because now you have to fear two people. If Steph's out and Clay's not hitting, he's just a one man band, and people are just going to
0: hone on him. So. Completely by himself. We're skipping the NHL review only because I'm getting. Uh, we're just going pretty long. So we're going to go right into the soccer corner. And it's very early in the season. I do want to. I We can't skip the soccer corner. I have to talk about this. We played uh, one of the best teams in the Prem. Some would say the best team. And we only lost. One, by two, one. one. Yeah. Yeah. We only lost by one. No goal differential. They didn't blow us out like they've been blown out. Other teams ended up playing very well Joe what did you take away from this Fulham defeat because we do have Man City or excuse me Man United coming up
1: yeah um this is actually a, a disappointing
0: between last week and the next like two or three weeks
1: yeah 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 uh this is actually a disappointing result uh we should have we should have drew at the very least because very early on in this game they went down to 10 men and it was a 1-1 game with, at the 90-minute mark. In extra time, though, the best goal scorer in the Premier League right now, early Harlan, uh, the Norwegian Norway... Nor- what do you call somebody from Norway? Norwegian. The Norwegian thumper uh, got one in in the 95th minute of uh, extra time. Ber- Bernard Leonard uh, almost was able to save it, but that guy's been just like automatic once he once he makes up his mind to put one in the back of the net. And, yeah, it bore out that way. We lost in the final minute closing minutes of a game. We had 1-1. And, again, Tough they only go. had 10 men at this point. So we could have stole a point. Of, Nine people
0: on the field, and we still couldn't get it done.
1: Yeah, could have stole a point but weren't able to. Uh, but that's the difference the between them and us at this point. And, I mean, not to mention, we didn't even have Mitro wasn't out there because he nope. was dealing with injury. And um, yeah, so there there are a couple factors that I felt like if it would have went right, we could have came away with uh, could have came away with a point, if not a victory in another situation. But
0: yeah, they didn't look like they overpowered. Fulham. It yeah, wasn't they, like a they didn't oh wipe the floor God, with us. Is, yeah, this is yeah. how are we even playing this game? So did win good. five it's bucks, though.
1: So that there. there you My go. My buddy who's a Man City fan gave me a one and a half points. All needed... you go. I'll
0: take that all day oh,
1: long. Only needed 0. .5, but hey, I'll take the one. Um, Anything
0: yeah. on the MLS? Who won the cup? Oh, MLS Cup. Uh, LAFC.
1: Uh, Garth Bale, who came over from... Uh, he's a Welsh national. National? Wealth National? Yeah. Welsh, oh. national.
0: Welsh national.
1: Wealth National world national team player yeah that's i guess that's the phrase i was looking for um yeah he came over you're
0: in our group for a world cup
1: uh ooh, they are. uh he came over shout out to wrexham uh he came over from uh some of the bigger leagues uh to lafc this year and lafc has now captured captured their first title um so huge shout out to them they on their way they've had to be the Galaxy in an El Trafico playoff matchup, which was pretty intense and pretty good. This game went to shootouts. Uh, Gareth Bell actually scored the goal to send it to extra time. No, he scored a goal late in extra time to send it to penalty shootouts. And that's
0: where they won the game. So shout out to LAFC. Shout out. See, it's interesting. The New York Red Bull team is poo, and the New York FC is good. New York City FC and then the Galaxy, which has been there much longer, is poo poo compared to I guess
1: say they, they p- beat them in the playoffs to get
0: I, n- I know, but I'm just saying it's, like it's Western weird that the s- LA LAFC... conference finals to get well, to the championship. They still lost to the LA. <laughs> the other LA team is what I'm trying to say. All right, moving on to the press conference.
1: And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Ah. <laughs>
0: Joe, where can everybody find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dover. You can head over to my website, JoeDover.com. If you want to check out any music, merch, or movies, um, yeah. Headphone Joe is the name for the music, uh, JoeDorville.com and Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Anulo Network. That is Anulo, the big flagship. Uh, who does a podcast? We'll be doing Intergalactic, which is on Netflix right now uh, from the mind of Kid Cudi and uh cheers from the press box obviously what you're listening to and misbehavior journal club which i have nothing to do with but it's a good fun uh, entertaining and informative show
0: all right brennan. follow me on all social media at brennan t comedy check out the website brennan t show is on one man show is on for january finalizing the theater booking uh, tomorrow. So I will be able to tell everyone exactly what day that is. Joe's going to fly in all the way from Dallas to watch the show, which is super cool. Such a good friend. <laughs> the
1: thing is funny is I have not said that to you, but I have been thinking of that myself.
0: <laughs> See, I know how good of a friend you are. Check out my other podcast. X drinking buddy. I have people on and we talk about, um, everything from, uh, their best and worst drinking drug party stories. So not everything just kind of contained into that. And, uh, <laughs> But it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, actors, man, you do talk we talk kids. about how they grew
1: up, where they yeah, came from, always, their influences, Especially when it comedy. Has to do with
0: their uh drinking. Uh, but no, it is Dane Cook having podcast.
1: a quite the run on that show, by the way. They, I'm gonna one day I'm gonna <laughs> go
0: through or have a listener go through and clip every time I say Dane Cook and send it to him. Um but yeah, check it all out and uh yeah, sweet. Let's get out of here.
1: All right, Brandon. Let's get you to the gym.
0: Let's get me back to working. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out. Jeff Saturday coaching.
1: Why don't we just run the damn ball, Peyton?
0: Everyone remembers that clip. Still the best. Still the best clip ever.